Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. And then I got in trouble with Tony Wiley. I got we got in trouble by the Rockets. I have been called to the carpet them. by Nelson Louise before from the Rockets. I got in trouble for war. Dude, what are you doing? I got called by the Packers security. I got in trouble with Tim Papura, John Threaten, the pro- program director at one point. Welcome to the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, located inside the River House at East River Nine. Be lifted to experience the wonder of John and Lance as they commence to bury the third hole of Del Olea. Now, that's some golf. <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble throughout my life, so uh, that's an open that's not odd. How much trouble we've gotten in through the years. John and Lance here with you live at East River 9. It might not be the best golf day ever, but it sure is a good day to get on over here and watch whatever sports there are or drink or eat. You can do it all here. Beautiful restaurant bar type uh, deal. Beautiful Christmas tree. Do you have your Christmas tree up, Lance? No. You don't have your Christmas tree up. No, there's my wife said it's a Catholic thing. You don't do it until the night before. No. That's not a Catholic thing. Mm-hmm. It is. She showed it to me. I don't like it, but I don't really. Oh my have goodness! You don't have any, nope. any spirit, any holiday spirit. You're in not your supposed house? to until the advent. So of this no and decorations that and this. at all. No, my house is already all decorated. I like that. I like the. Uh, I like the thing. But, I've lost this. But one, your so wife is busy. We'll just let it just go to all hell. Yeah. Just whatever. Your wife is too busy right yeah. now to do that. Yeah, we're not going to do that. How about you be the father that steps up? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, how about what? you decorate the house? Well, because I've got players to write. Oh, well, <laughs> these players aren't going to write themselves. If they would, it'd be nothing but strengths, and there'd be no weaknesses, and they're all first rounders. Trust me. <laughs> I know that. We know that about Max it. Max Crosby Why reminds me of that every year. Why players write themselves? Max Crosby reminds me Did every year. Did you see his knee? Did you see the picture of his knee? Max Crosby? Yeah. What happened to his knee? He sent out a picture of his, his knee. His left knee was about the size of a cantaloupe i bet he plays on it i bet he does too but his right knee was regular well, well this was going into last week's game he did play on it he had did he have to go to the hospital goodness the gracious. night before that look the drain it yeah and he he said he couldn't sleep it, it wasn't so much pain he got it taken care of and they had a sack on sunday so that yeah he did ma- play he's on a it. maniac yes he's got two x's in his name makes him a, a double a maniac. Ma- a maniac anyway we are at east river nine this saturday uh, two days from now, Blues Fest, live blues music, barbecue, and college football happening from 4 to 9 p.m. this Saturday. They'll be showing the college football conference championship games all day on their big screen and serving barbecue from their smoker pit. Going to be a great time this Saturday. And, of course, uh, come on out and join us today. Hanging out here at East River 9, all the shows, all day long. Tomorrow, Nick's place for his 30th anniversary. So that, that's going to be fun as well. We got well, Does to- Nick have anything special planned? Yeah, he's going to, don't worry, he's going to feed you. Ryan Shazier? Ryan Shazier is not going to show up. Why is Ryan Shazier going to be at Nick's place? I just found out why Ryan Shazier is trending. It's tough to go from hero to human. Well, he and his wife are separated. So, I mean, she put it out, all those business out there. Tell the story. Well, she put out there that he's a liar and a cheater. And he was hitting on some woman, a lawyer in Columbus. And she sent out the texts. And, uh, you know, but he said, hey, 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 we're separated. Okay, so all of you just slow down on Ryan Shazier hate. Um, I don't know. What's the rules on if you're separated? Do you still do you get to, uh, oh, what's the deal? I mean, every movie I've ever seen says it's a full go once you're separated. I don't know about real life. But yeah. I, it seems like once, once that, those separation papers are, however that's described, Signed and delivered, you can do whatever you'd like. Yeah, I guess. Well, I, I mean, it probably it, depends but on you what you know the nothing about the sanctity of marriage. So, yeah, I, I don't, what do you know? I believe that sentence is stupid. We can't listen to you. The sanctity of marriage is a stupid sentence. <laughs> well, yeah, you so, ain't loyal. Yeah, what do I have to be loyal to? That hoe ain't loyal. Hey, hey, you can't call me that. You're already birding, birding my hole. You can't call me un- disloyal. Uh, 
Anyway, so so uh, right. I mean, it's funny though. I mean, it's funny but sad that a guy who doesn't, who's not playing in any professional sport, who has been out of the sport for a while because of an injury, who's not currently does he even work for an NFL team? It has no bearing on anyone's life other than theirs. Well, he's a celebrity. That's why. Celebrity. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What does he do currently? Well, it, 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 what's he famous for? He's famous for playing football and overcoming a yeah. Yeah. Played, uh, horrific injury. So his his marital stuff has to be reported. Well, his wife's the one who reported it. Well, no, but I mean, everyone picks up on it. Fox News, Complex, TMZ, Daily Mail. Yeah, well, he's a, Mark, he's, he's uh, famous. ES, so not ESPN. He's, I give them credit for that. I don't really think someone's marital. Are you famous? I'm not famous. If, if something happens with you and Wendy. He's a yeah. Houston celebrity. Well, yeah. if, if if something happened the with Chronicle, me and Wendy in Houston, maybe, maybe it would be The Chronicle should pick know. it up and well, say it depends. You, well, you were seen out with somebody. Well, no. who, Yanni? Who's, who are they yeah. going to report? Well, well, I'm just saying. I was seen out with Yanni. <clears throat> I'm just saying. It's kind of weird well, that that's. If, you know, I understand that's the way it is. It's been this way for a well, while. Let me ask but you. But it's just his, if his personal business is now. A trending story on Twitter, and I brought it up. Right. Yes, I made it a thing. If on the Wendy show. decided that she was not happy with John, imagine that, and put out something on text, it probably would become a story, yeah. at least locally. But yeah, is that right. Well, I, I don't. Th- I don't think. Listen, so. rumors no. out there, or what? This is not a rumor. This is. But there are rumors out. There might be a rumor here because this fine young lady here brought me a water, and you guys nothing. What? Okay, so. Maybe, maybe that there's something. Well, what's the rumor then? That the rumor starting? might be that she likes me and not you two. Okay, <laughs> I can understand. She that. doesn't yeah. know you. Yeah, but but the but, rumor is she doesn't know you. Right. Well, well she no. We we met her before here. That uh, doesn't mean she should like you. No, no, no. But apparently she doesn't. She doesn't like you guys, which I'm happy with. Which I'm fine. I don't know. With. Uh, but why that are you could so discontent so early? Could, now I'm going to sit here for three hours thinking, what's her problem? What's her, <laughs> what are you doing? The first six <laughs> minutes are. Very discontented six minutes. <laughs> this is after the Rockets lose in well, a game. There's no why. way. There was no way the Nuggets were going to lose uh, after being beaten by the Rockets for two straight times. They were at home. There was no way they weren't going to come out and play good basketball. They shot, but you know the Rockets hung in at different points. Like they didn't let Denver just run away with it in the fourth. They got too much. They got overcome. But Jamal Murray, I, did you guys know he was coming back? Uh, I didn't know Jamal Murray was coming no, it back was, it was interesting. until right before the game. See, that's not, and Michael Porter was fabulous oh, last man. night. And Jokic was Jokic. But how about, okay, so are you going to pull back on your, oh, Rockets, great defense, Ime Udoka, all this. Oh, last man. two games, 255 points against. They shot the, uh, well, I'm not pulling back on it. The stat said they were number one. Yeah, well, how, how about my the last opinion. two games? Okay. Well, the last two games, okay. I mean, Denver is a team that shoots. You're like ESPN and Josh Giddy. Well. You're not going to admit to stuff going on, all right? What do you mean? Well, the Rockets gave up 255 the last two games. What did Josh ESPN do with Josh Giddy? Nothing. Okay, they, that's a problem. They can't. Yeah, they did. They reported For some he people. Was, no, they reported he was being investigated. Oh. They did do something. Okay. Well, they didn't come out apparently and Apparently not him, enough for they Des. Did, yeah, for, not enough for Des, who he wasn't called a pedo. Right. When well, work has been done, especially, you know what's weird? Is after all the stuff that happened with Matt Ariza in the NFL – Des wouldn't have better sense to, to because Matt Arise's career was ruined by yeah. what ended up being a false accusation. Except there somebody. was a video of the girl saying, I just had Josh Giddy and he's right behind her. Right, but he didn't have her, yeah, the age, she, she, she what he's yeah. saying and what his lawyers are saying, and I think what maybe the NBA has found out is that she represented herself as 18 yeah, years old. Right, right. And when that happens... We'll see what happens. I don't know what what does that's interesting. I believe the rule is. Well, I know it it's still with, it's still the adults' yeah. responsibility. No, not according to the DA who handled the matter. I'm not talking. I'm talking because they, they don't say you have to show me. Because then you're forcing someone to show you a driver's license. They can't do that. I, you can't compel someone I just, to show you I identification. Just, I just saw that it's still your responsibility to know. They don't. They don't like wipe it away just because they lie to you. I think it depends. I yeah. think it's going to depend because matter. Literally, the DA said we. We have, we can't go forward with this matter as a case because you guys had consensual but, sex. But the, but, the, but that, that was yeah, yeah. But the accusation was that it wasn't consensual, right? And yeah. then they found it right. was. It was right. It was. They so, had, they but had right. Of, so, but here's the deal: is yeah, the Josh Giddy stuff. That's it's creating a was quite consensual a, quite also. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it was but extremely it's embar- consensual. But it's embarrassing. <clears throat> 
it's embarrassing and it looks it's still statutory. terrible. <clears throat> yeah, but we'll see. Well, I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see if he's charged with anything. Um, this is what the NBA loves. But I mean, you know, I just I just got done with a domestic violence ca- uh, um, uh, video that I had to watch for the NFL. We all have to watch the. Uh, it's you know where they talk about it. And we had um, there was like five hundred and fifty people. You need Nicole to watch it, not you. <laughs> she doesn't touch me, but. We we're watching and there's people speaking. Was it, the two wasn't that because you, you were what, so disappointed what, by the Astros? What about the verbal abuse you catch during Texas games? Well, only if I try to, only if I try to come into the room, oh, right, or come okay. home. Oh, come home, you right? Mean, oh, verbal abuse is, was looked what, at. Was it? Yeah, no, they talked about it. Can be. It doesn't have to be. It can be monetary abuse, where you withhold money from somebody. It can be verbal. So there's a whole thing that we, you know, that we. We completed that, and we watched the video. Uh, it's a live interaction with, with two people who are running it. And uh, I just got to thinking, like, and Ray Rice was one of the guys who, he didn't speak live, but he spoke to a room of players. And it was really good, you know, what he said. But I just think about the fact that it's just, you know, some things just go away. I, I always felt uncomfortable about the Dalvin Cook stuff going away. Dalvin Cook stuff seemed very, like, something should have been followed up on that one. That was one where there's video of him, and I, I don't know. I, I just professional sports. I think right now is in a. I think it's a, maybe because more things are out there, probably that you know more. But I think professional sports right now, Josh Giddy stuff, the Bridges stuff that's gone on, um, Dalvin well, Cook. There's a lot of stuff with either underage, of course, Deshaun stuff. I think there's a. I think professional sports has a real issue. Oh, oh. Uh, well, Trevor Bauer, obviously, and then uh, Wander, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wander, Franco. Wander Franco. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on right now between domestic violence. Is it because we're hearing more? And we're, and well, we're, that's what I want to know. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe so. It probably went on a lot, and they just got away with it before. It just, just swept it. How about the Bears GM, uh, Angelo? He was crying because of the stuff that he swept under the rug. And he just said, you know what, we just didn't deal with it. Jerry Angelo? Yeah, Jerry Angelo. Well, who was it about? Do you it remember? was about uh, the abuse that uh, was being uh, in the Bears organization. Yeah, there was there was uh, some kind of sexual abuse going on, and he did nothing about well, it. And then, the Blackhawks had their issues oh, as well. Oh, yeah, the Blackhawks, yeah. the Mavericks. Yes. Uh, Ime Udoka stuff with the, with the Celtics, like – there's been there's been a lot of stuff over the last three years, and I don't know if it's because I don't know if it's because we know more about it or people just are more reckless with the things that they do. Um, it's I don't know it's it's uh, it's just uh, occurred to me that and then the Josh Giddy stuff and now it's turned into it's not about what's being done or not it's about how media is covering it and are you hammering this person enough where I know that the pound of flesh thing is a is a real thing in society we want it as fast as possible but you know one thing that we have seen with 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 some different athletes is you do you do need to let a certain amount play out to where all the facts are gathered on it even though that's and with twitter that's just not the case anymore and then the pressure is on to the comparisons are you are you covering it the same way you covered this and yep, that? Right, and it's, right. you know it's we still have to i still think that because I try to check myself all the time. Like, I would always say, you know, the Deshaun Watson stuff, I think you have to say he was never found guilty of anything in a, in a court of law. It doesn't mean nothing happened, but I think you do need to say that. He got in trouble civilly. There was never any cases that were, you know, he was never indicted on anything. So, you know, you have to you have to mention that stuff as well before you comment on some things, I think. Well, I guess you don't have to. People can comment on whatever they want. All right. So it's uh, so a tough game for the Rockets yesterday. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, talk about the Texans. We had a surprise injury happen uh, uh, yesterday, or at least we, we found out about it, and it's uh, a little bit disconcerting. Hopefully that won't be the case, that, that Tank will be able to play. But we'll talk about that and a lot of other Texan stuff on the other side. But first, we're going to talk a little tequila. I'm looking right now. I turn to the left, and there's a Maestro Nobel. Uh, display right there here in East River Nine. I knew East River Nine was a great place <clears throat> because they're carrying Maestro Nobel. Maestro Nobel is one of the finest tequilas you're going to find in the marketplace, and yet for a premium spirit, it is not overpriced or not outrageously priced by any stretch of the imagination. There are some other tequilas that are. Maestro Nobel 
is unbelievable. It's it's they are uh, it's created and distilled in Tequila, Mexico. Eleven different generations of family have have been you know putting Maestro de Bell together, and they have a variety of different tequilas. But what you need to know is each one is handcrafted with great care and has an unbelievable flavor profile. Each and every one has a different flavor profile so that you can find the tequila that's right for you. I think it's great for sipping tequilas across the board, but also each and every one of those bottles can make a great cocktail as well, no matter what you're looking for. If you're just a margarita fan, man, I highly recommend not only the silver, but also the smoke silver called the Gumito because it gives a little extra smokiness to that cocktail. It's Maestro de Bell. Wherever fine liquors are sold or your local restaurants, if they don't have it, demand it by name, Maestro de Bell. ESPN 975.com. We keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it. The Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios is currently nestled in the River House at East River 9, a perfect place to observe the trench. Through the trench. With John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're at East River 9. John and Lance and Dell here with you. Brian is back at the studio, and he's going to play a little bit, a little audio from uh, D'Amico Ryan's yesterday. Okay, so D- Titus Howard out. What are they going to do with the offensive line? Is Jones going to be playing left guard? Is Scruggs going to be playing center? Is Dieter going to stay at center? Is how are they going to work this thing out now? They think Dieter's playing well, so it's going to be Dieter. My guess is Dieter, center, Scruggs, Fant. Same thing you saw. They just end the game. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that Scruggs, you know, he he he, he that was his first action ever he in scrugg- the NFL. He struggled. He struggled. Struggled. Oh no, he didn't struggle. That's terrible. Oh no, he's dapping now. Don't dap. Okay. Dab. Dab. Oh, dab. Either way, dabbing. stop it. Yeah, he's dabbing now. Don't dab. Uh, D'Amico said, "Time for next man up." As we've been throughout this entire year, as we've done, it's next man up. We still have to shuffle some guys around there, but. Our O-line has done a really good job of having, unfortunately, we've had to deal with this before, but we've done a good job of shuffling things around and the guys just working well together as a unit. And for me, it's always whoever steps in, can you just play to the best of your ability, right? And the other 10 guys play well around you, we'll make it work. Yeah, that they have. They actually have been doing that. It just sucks that they've had some continuity. Although in that game last week, man, that was the worst that they played. I mean, they were they were. They've been playing. Some great. of it was some of it was. Uh, I, I thought was not staying on time and, and inviting a little bit more rush by uh, C.J. Stroud, and some of it was. Man, I, I looked at the last uh, sack that he had because I was trying to see if there's something. You know, C.J. could have just thrown the ball. There was on the screen pass that turned into a long sack. He could have just threw the ball at the wide the running back's feet. Uh, it was a slow developing screen pass. They. Jumped on top of him. Instead of throwing it away, he took a sack. Bad. The next one, though, I'm looking at all the reads. There really wasn't much unless he could get to the other. Unless he could get to the third read, which he really couldn't on the backside. There wasn't a lot. I mean, he could have thrown the ball away, but I can't really put that on C.J. Stroud. The heat was just on him too quickly. I think that was. I think he was trying to get through reads, and and the heat was just on top of him. And and so the second sack he took on that on that drive, I don't really blame it on C.J. Stroud. It was just, it was a little too much to ask him to just get rid of that one that that quickly. So um, you're going to be back up. Well, I, I can't really say you're back up left guard. Scruggs is not ready, obviously. He hasn't played football for over for like three months. But Scruggs was going to be your starting left guard or starting center. You know, he was going to be one of the two. This yeah. year and tight Titus Howard. So really, I mean, you're just down. You're just down, and you had a rookie center in uh, you're Cowboys down forget. Titus Howard. Yeah, well, I mean, you were down Patterson, <clears throat> Titus Howard. Mm. You're down two starters now uh, from your starting. Well, Questenberry and Questenberry don't even really count him because of how early he was hurt. But it's true. You're on your third center. Yeah. You're on your second right tackle, and then. You know, Scruggs is going to be a starting guard. He's going to be a first-teamer in the future. But the problem is he just hadn't played football forever. So yeah. it, it could be it could be an issue. I think that the run blocking will come faster for him than the pass protection. 
So keep that in mind. I am interested to see if they start running the ball a little more consistently. After two great running games, they were terrible this last game out. And they didn't really try. When I say they were terrible, Bobby Slook didn't really try much. No. The tank thing concerns me because the whole issue with Tank Dell's size is that he's going to have bumps and bruises that cause him to miss games. And when he gets hurt, he may be hurt for longer. He had a non-contact concussion, non-contact from an opponent concussion, where he fell forward and hit his head. It caused him to miss that game and the next game. Now he's beat up, although it sounds like they're – Yeah, it sounds like they're – Fairly confident he'll play. Yeah, yeah. It's a calf injury, so well, that's not. I don't know. Well, it's soft tissue. Yeah, but again, it's not about his size. I mean, that, no, it's not no, about his size. I mean, you if he gets him. his ribs busted open and busted up, then I'll be like, oh yeah, well he's little, and he, you know he can't take. I big mean, he hits. got up after this that about one calf. Remember yeah. when CJ ran him into that big collision? Yeah, he got up and ended up playing oh, yeah. after that one. I thought that his whole lung had collapsed. Yeah. I thought he had broken five ribs and collapsed. Well, why? Lung. Why? Because he got hit so hard. Well, he did get hit hard, but he's a he's a t- I, like like this is the first practice. Dana said he never missed a practice at U of H. Well, and U of H didn't have a bunch of NFL of the, guys the, hitting him either. He you missed practices because of the concussion. But 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 as far as a body injury, this is the first time we've seen him not practice. What we can say about Lance and Tank is Lance is preying on Tank's downfall. Because yeah. all, he talks, know, all he talks about is tank yeah. missing time or potentially missing time. Yeah. Seems like you're preying on that man's downfall. No, I'm concerned. Yeah. Putting the bad vibes out there. Concerned? Why? What are you concerned about? He's never injured. I mean, what? We're just talking about his injury and his it's, time He's missed. got a calf, okay? It's the NFL, of course. If somebody's going to kick you in the cap or something in the pile, give you the business, rough you up, rough up. Don't, rough say, you up the, a don't bit. say the suspect. Please. No, I'm not going to say you're going to rough up the suspect, <laughs> Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I just don't think there's a great chance that a 157-pound receiver is going to be the Iron Man um, out there. So, and he's important. Like he's probably the most important receiver the Texans have. Yeah. Ahead of Nico Collins, who has better stats, the most important wide receiver is Tank Dell. So, forgive me for wanting my star receiver to to stay healthy and to not get hurt. No, you. It seems like I don't think I'm you can, Adele. I wouldn't play him on punt return. Honestly, yeah, too important. That is uh, that has been a topic of conversation is whether or not you do, you continue to do that. He is too important in the games. The I might do it if you need one. I would do it. But what if, in you're, general, if you're down in the last few minutes? Yeah, yeah. Or if you're down in the fourth quarter and you need something, okay, go out there, Tank, because you can always fair catch it if you need to. But um, Tank Dell to me is is extremely important for C.J. Stroud's future growth as a quarterback. He just plays so much better when Tank's out there yeah. and available. Well, so. and CJ, and he's a touchdown maker. Tank f- has a chance to. Do you know Tank has a chance to end up with more touchdowns than Andre Johnson ever had in a single season <laughs> yeah. as a rookie? Well, he's uh, he. There, there's a he there's, seven. There's a stare of stats out there about him uh, and what pace he is on right now. That it is he's incre- He's right now. He's an incredible wide receiver, uh, Brian. But one of the reasons that, that CJ is so well, Brian, number fourteen for CJ. Um, how you know CJ? You talked about it. You're playing on time, making things happen, playing off schedule, uh, uh, elongating the plays. Uh, CJ has been pretty good at it. But you know what? He did not play on schedule much on Sunday. And he's got to have some kind of a balance. Here's CJ talking about taking shots downfield and taking care of the ball. I think I've gotten better over the weeks. Um, I definitely feel like I've done a decent job of taking care of football. And that was a big goal of me, of mine just because I just wanted the coaches to trust me to call those shots. And if it's not there, I'm going to make the play right. And I feel like this last game definitely showed my maturity because it really took away all our deep shots. And I was running the ball, checking it down, trying to do my best. Um, just extending the play if I had to. So um, just taking steps and strides every week um, uh, has definitely been, been a goal of mine, and I feel like I've done a decent job of that. And just a controlled aggression has definitely been the two words I use is just being aggressive when it's there but being smart and controlling that whenever it's not. Yeah, I think he had a, I think he had a difficult time with that. And I think Jaguars probably did some things defensively that – that caused him to, uh, you know, they probably showed him some looks that he wasn't ready for or maybe wasn't comfortable with. That's going to happen a little bit more. The more football he plays, the more tape there is. Teams are going to start finding tendencies. They're going to find some areas where he's got concerns. Um, 
I mean, I can look things up from a statistical standpoint on pro football focus and find where his areas of of concern are or where he's there's an there's a difference in in terms of his success rate. You can find that statistically, so it's not going to be hard for teams to find it. And then it's a matter of how do they exploit it? How does Bobby Slowick call plays around it? How does CJ respond to the play call and respond to the defense? When does he play chess? Um, I feel like he's already starting to play some chess. I mean, it feels like that, at least on the field. But advanced chess from a quarterback doesn't happen your your rookie year. I mean, it's not. You just have to see more and, and go through more. Tank Dell, seven touchdowns this year. Andre Johnson, the most he ever had in a single season was nine. He had that once when he had 1,569 yards receiving, 101 catches in 2009. He had yeah. 1,569. The highest receiving yards he ever had was 1,575. Never hit double-digit touchdowns. He had nine that year. Tank Dell has seven. He's definitely on pace for double-digit uh, touchdowns. He's on pace for over 1,000 yards. Dre's rookie year, 66 catches, 976, four touchdowns in 16 games. So Tank missed a game. He was injured for part of a Trey game. Dre has the David game. Carr and – and it's a big difference. CJ. Day, Trey had a David. Well, yeah, no, David Carr. That was the year after the seventy sack year. So yeah, but it was a little better David by two thousand three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean first pick of the draft versus second pick of the draft? Right. Yeah. So what you're saying is Andre Johnson had it better because he had the first pick of the draft. Boy, we could use Steve McKinney right now, though, on that offensive line. That's something we could use. All right, not this one, not the model, no, not the guy who's like a hundred forty pounds now. Not the 190-pound McDonald's owner. Right. Not that one. The one that was eating Whataburger on the toilet. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. That one. Doing center stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, time for us to talk. We're at East River 9. Want you to come out and join us. We're going to be here all day. And tomorrow night is Blues Fest from 4 to 9. Blues bands and all kinds of uh, fun out here. you got pickleball and you can hit balls out here. You can play on the course tomorrow. should be much better than today. Uh, so uh, get on out here to East River 9. And when you do, I see, I needed to wear a hat a lot before because I would burn the top of my head. I don't need to wear a hat nearly as much now in the sun. But here's the, the reason is Doc Linville. Doc Linville has created hair for me. Well, he didn't really create it. I grew it. And then he moved it from the side and back on my head to the top of my head. And the process was so wonderful. The neo-grafting is so easy. The pain... Uh, the th- the thing about the pain, okay, if you've ever gotten cut and pasted on the top of your head with the old process, wow, did that hurt. Wow, was that awful. It was an awful, awful experience. This, you'd look like a triage patient, okay, with the wrap around your head with all the blood coming out, just awful. This, so much easier, so much better. I was back at work on Monday. Fred worked the day he did it. He had like 8,000 uh, neografts put in. So if you're looking for the best way to do it, and now with a price that uh, goes from four dollars to three fifty for each neograft, it's the best. You're looking for hair. I got hair. You can have hair. Nine seven five hair dot com. ESPN ninety seven five dot com. If you want in, you have to audition. Hi, I'm Carrie Dubeck, and I'm reading for the role of man at party who smells fart. On the northern bank of Buffalo Bayou, you'll find the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at East River 9 and its current occupants, John and Lance. Welcome back to East River 9 is where we're at tomorrow. The Blues Fest, come on out 4 to 9 right here at East River 9 if you've never been before. And especially at night, it'll get dark around 6 o'clock or 5.30, whatever. It is gonna, it's just beautiful, just beautiful. And you can hit balls into the skyline, the dark skyline. You can play at night. It's lit out here, so it's just a great place. And you've got all of your college football games that you can watch out here as well. Great food, a great uh, sports bar here. Come on out to East River 9. Uh, I've, I never saw this before. Did you, did you see the uh, – we are uh, apparently telling listeners – how much time they spent on our app listening well, to we're the not. podcast? We're not. Spotify Who's, is doing that. Spotify is doing that. They do it. They do it's it for music. Rap, they they do it for at the end of the year. They do this where they tell you what you oh. listen to, how long you did it, and where you rank as far as compared to other listeners. And they do it for podca- podcasts too. And we have our podcasts on Spotify and other places, so people listen to us on. And po- that's Spotify. just the spot Spotify listeners. Yeah, some people listen to us directly on the website, on Apple, right. on other spots. But the so, Spotify people get that. So Pappy H Town Pappy sent us an email said, 
and that says you listened for 4,450 4, minutes. You're a top 14% fan. Let's turn this into a two-way conversation and say thanks. Well, we really appreciate you, H-Town. What about Zach Mayberry? He says, I have a problem. You listened for, he listened for 14,000. Oh, my gosh. 837 minutes. He's a top 4%. Top 4%. 4,837. better than an Aggie, which is a 2%, right? Well, no. He's, that's the best. Oh, 4% is the best? Yeah, 4%. It's better than 2%. Well, 1% or you're in the top 1%. Right. Yeah. So uh, we should have a party for our top 5% listeners. Yeah. But, we should. But that's uh, just on And that you have to one. show us this. You have to show us this to get in, though. Yeah, but that's just on the one app. On Spotify, yes. Right. Yeah. Well, that's not even. That well, it's a Spotify even party. I mean, 14,837 minutes. Zach is, a, uh, is one of the smartest people I know. I know. I want to see the top 1% fans. How much they listen. I want to see. Because top 1%ers, I'm definitely going to buy them. Well, some yeah, kind of, don't just like kick loaded Zach Mayberry to the curb. No, no. If, he, if, if I ever see him, I'm getting him loaded tots from Burger Chan downstairs. <laughs> I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going like, to walk downstairs. It, I'll call or it Will you down. even walk downstairs? No, I'll just do it online. Elevator. I'll just do it online. Yeah. And I'll just say, hey, make it to go for Zach, uh, Mayberry. Zach Mayberry. Yeah. And he, does, he have, does he have to come to Burger Chan to pick it yeah. up? Yeah. Oh, well, what a great prize. Yeah. Yeah. What? He's got a. And you won't even show up downstairs? No. <laughs> and, no. And to be fair, tots do travel better than fries do. Do they? Loaded tots do. Yeah, tots hold up a little better than fries. I'm a big tater tot person. But you, but tater tots are strong. But you're asking Zach to come up, come the Burger Chan and pick him up. You're not paying for if delivery. If he's just there, are you? Would you pay for delivery? No, no, no. Sorry, Zach. If you're in the area, well, Lance a, might help you. Not out. for a top one percenter, I will. You would pay for delivery. Not for a four percenter, you get loaded tots. How about they want something else in their area? Can, will you pay for no. that? Just no. Burger Chan? Just Burger Chan? Well, they're right downstairs, so if they say, they well, you got to come free, down They here. give you free food, don't they? No, they don't. They don't? No. So why are you so intense on Burger Chan? It's not because it's easy if I can just go down there if they say. But you, 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 because you I do it on pl- your laptop. You said anyway, you're not even going down there. You could do that anyway. Yeah, but if they say, if they tell me, if they try to charge me extra sometime, do you know there's sometimes <clears throat> extra? Ch- no, if you go through Toast Tab or whatever, you go through those secondary sites, so they put me- a little extra. They put a little extra little fee extra on there, on so that. you're going. I ain't paying that. So you're going to take the elevator down, order the loaded if I get, tots. If, if Toast Tab charges me more, yeah. If they try to get a fee, put a fee on there for for make for putting my order through, yeah. I'll just walk downstairs, say, put this for Zach Mayberry, and Bye. maybe he'll show up. Well, if he doesn't, I'm coming to get him. <laughs> so Zach has so Zach has to be available at the, at the well, time you order them. To get him to what? What are you going to do? He's going to go there and eat them. Oh, if you're going to go get the up. food that you ordered. Yeah. Or you're going to go after Zach. No, he's not no, going to find I'm Zach. Come get the tots. He's going to tell Zach, hey, at 11.30 on Tuesday, you're going to have some tots waiting for you. If you can't show up, he's going to go down there and eat them. Well, if he wants me, it's going to be has not been. Zach, That's don't shit. ask for anything. Because It'll be this actually is, 10.02. This has not been decided yet, so okay. don't ask for the tots yet. But we appreciate you guys. Thanks. for 14,000 minutes? Them's a lot of minutes to be listening. It That's is. why he's a top 4%er. Yeah. That's right. Um. So uh, I didn't. I didn't see this. Good Morning America just put out. It's year. It's the year of Coach Prime. Congratulations to Deion Sanders for being named SI's 2023 Sports Person of the Year. This is the dumbest thing that's ever existed. He won four games, and he's the well. S- the narrative has totally changed. Well, going, so- going from you're not ready for this, Coach Prime. There were comparisons. Is Prime going to be more impactful than Saban now? Because Saban's starting to lose, and all the prospects are going to go there. The conversations, and people will try to turn and like act like it didn't happen. It 100% happened, and we all remember it. The, the, the prime, it was a great story. It was a little weird that the second game that was one of the most watched games of the year was Colorado versus Colorado State. Everyone was on the sideline for that. It was the yeah. biggest game of the year, and a 22-and-a-half-point favorite won by, like, six well, or whatever. In overtime. Yeah, and in overtime – or was it the last play, whatever? No. It went what, to overtime. It was overtime. That's and that it. should have been our first sign that, hey, maybe Colorado. And I did think at the time, well, they were a huge favorite and didn't cover. And then they won, I think, the next week. And then it was uh, once the Oregon game hit, it was a bloodbath because yeah. they just started getting pummeled after that. And um, Colorado just really wasn't as good as everyone thought they, they were. Um, I thought they were going to be better. I thought – 
Travis Hunter was going to be a bigger impact player. I mean, everyone got fooled by it early. But once everything chills out and you get a bigger picture, Robert, RG3 yesterday was talking about how, or a few days ago, had a video where he's still the most, like, he had something. Well, where, he said it, it's not a failure to be 4-8. and eight. It's just, it's a, he, he, it was a huge because, a of, huge because of the ticket sales. The, year was a the huge season success. ticket sales. Well, the ticket sales Which is are the nice, first time but, they, ever. but they go away. University of Houston with Clyde Drexler had the same impact. Right. Clyde Drexler cost Houston a sellout when he was named the, the, the head coach. Now, Deion's obviously in it more than Clyde. Clyde wasn't in it to be a head coach. Not, not really. Deion's in it. I'm not saying he's not. But we can't change it. Now the narrative has changed, and people try to swing it to, no, last year they had one win, and now it's four. It's a huge... It's huge. No, it was. It was. They totally played way worse than they did at the beginning of the year. The team got worse. Well, and the they, team yeah, stopped they... playing. Well, Dion threw too many people under the bus. He said NILs. You can't come there for NIL. But his son is the number one NIL guy in the nation. Like that looks bad. He's just lost two of his top quarterback recruits. Were there any of them? Were they? No one was a five star. Were they, Dell? I don't the think two guys. so, but they were they were I one of them was it, a four I know in the but, four star range. Yeah, and then uh, Christian Fourier. Hey, you're going to have people transfer. I mean, Dion tells you to go away anyway. But I think the I can speak for myself. I was ready to just give Dion Sanders all the credit in the world and every player. I've said this publicly. I thought he's going to, and I still think he could end up with a high number of uh, recruits. But one thing we, we have seen, and this is this just reminds us of it this year, you have to win. Like, you can be a flash, but winning is what sustains it. Right. The Dion stuff went away. Bye-bye. The Colorado stuff, the being on TV, ABC passed on Colorado games the last six weeks of the year because they were not a factor anymore. All that guys are decommitting now. Like, the juice is much more with Deion Sanders. When the winning comes, they're playing Colorado State, and it's the game of the year. That's juice yeah. that Dion has. However, when he when you lose, it doesn't matter that you're Dion. So okay, if it's okay. So sportsman of the year is really okay. Dumb. So wait. Yeah, so who is sports? Okay, who would be a better candidate for sportsman of the year? Sportsman of the year, I would say Jalen Hurts. I would say Jose Altuve. Nikola Jokic. I would say Nikola Jokic. Not Wander Franco. Not, I would not no. make him. Not Trevor Bauer. No. Um, not Josh Giddy. Watson's not going to. Get Jose Altuve. Yep. Yeah. Jose Altuve. Every year he Every, should be sportsman should be of the year. If you really you think for honest. a national publication. Pat McAfee. Yeah. He's not a sportsman anymore. He's, well, he talks about sports. Well, yeah. he's not a player. But he's not. But Pat McAfee it actually isn't even in Pat's sports. That's a brand. Oh, he just wants you to say two. Stephen A. Smith. I don't want you to. I don't want to say that. Okay. Tyreek Hill. They're not sportsmen. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith's not a sportsman. Yes, they are. He talks about sports. They're sportsmen. But they don't. He's, he's a not a member man. of a team or anything. You don't have to be. You think all the sportsmen of the year have been? Stop step touching me with your feet. It's weird. Stop stretching and touching me with your feet. He's a coach. He's a coach. He, I got my foot on the stool here, and he keeps stretching out, and he's touching Honestly, my feet. Honestly, you're right. It should have been Nicole Jokic. Yeah, that's, that's probably the, easy, the guy. That's obviously. probably the guy. The first title for the Denver NBA title for Nuggets is the final MVP. Yeah. And that just gets more – that Dion gets more attention than Nikola Jokic. And and the other thing, Jokic probably wouldn't sit down for whatever interview they'd want him to do. No. Um, that, that's probably another reason. But yeah, it's no, it's Jokic. What about Daniel Jeremiah? He's from not, NFL Network's draft analyst. Not a sportsman. <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah, sportsman of the year. Yeah. What about Mahomes winning the Super Bowl? What about Dusty? What about Travis Kelsey? Is there anybody that's been more popular than Travis Kelsey Actually, this year? Actually, you're probably right. He won a Super Bowl. Right. And and he he's he finally biggest, got Taylor. He's finally got Taylor Swift life. on a leash. You think he has her on a leash? Yeah. Yes. Why yes. do you why do you say that? He's saying, "Hey, we need to stop wearing those booty shorts." I don't think that sentence was ever uttered. <laughs> it won't ever so. be uttered. It yeah. won't I ever. Be. And if the minute it is uttered, he's done for. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> uh, he's done. And and he's a song too. Yeah. I mean, nobody's been more popular. And you're never going to tell me what to wear. And you're never going to tell me how to wear my hair. Bum, 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 yeah, bum, he, bum. it'd be a song. <laughs> you're a football player, but I am the real player. Bum, 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 bum. Don't do anything I with mean, that, Frank. I don't think that beat. Oh, it's too late. 
<laughs> I don't know why you think that's not going to happen for him and for us. You don't think I'm going to go back and grab it? I want you to – hey, d- oh, it, there it, it is. Brian, Brian's, Brian's it. grabbed it already. In the folder, Brian, 2023 folder, Brian. <laughs> uh, time for me to talk about – speaking of sportsmen, you want to be a sportsman? You got All you need is the, a hoop, okay? You got to start – if your kids want to be great – they got to practice, and they got to do it. They got to be. They got to start young, okay. And the way to do that is get a uh, hoop sporting goal. Hoops is the best. Produnk.com, Produnk.com. It's where you find your the best basketball in the world. I mean, basketball uh, uh, net court, everything. If you're looking for the best uh, basket that you're going to find in the history of baskets. It's a tempered glass backboard, an unbreakable rim. The kids can hang on it for hours, and it's not going to break. They could hang on it forever. It's just not going to break. The unrustable stanchion, everything about it is the best. Don't go to the box store and buy a goal for the kids, Dad. It's terrible. It shakes. The installation for the Pro Dunk goal is the best installation you'll see. It's, it's incredible. And here's the deal. Get the one that can raise and lower so the kids can actually enjoy it. And now you do it with, with, a, with a gun as opposed to having to crank it. Now it's just a drill. And it is awesome. The best goal, period. It's not even arguable. Tell Keith Tate and all the great folks over at ProDunk that you've heard it right here. ProDunk.com, ProDunk.com. ESPN 97.5, because every day is Children's Day. It was a baby. She smothered her own baby. Johnny G's not going to have to travel far to make today's tea time. He's already at East River 9 in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios and broadcasting live with his swing coach, Lance Z, and angry caddy, Dello. Welcome back. We got Angry Caddy. The Angry Caddy right now. I, I'm not angry. I'm just Angry Caddy. Yeah, yeah it's the, I guess, Adele? Part, part oh. of the yeah. Because apparently everything, that I, that everything I do, I have to be like subservient to you guys here. Dell's had an attitude today. Have you noticed? No, Del, he does have an attitude. Dell's had a real, and I think it's because, because he, he doesn't like the got, intro. He hasn't gotten any. That's all she wants to do is serve me, and that's it. Have you gotten not, another I mean, cup of water? I did. I got another one. It's a, it's been. It's Did you a, ask and she came over? And yeah, got some water. I, no, she came over to me and asked, "Would Del's you like been, anything?" Dell's been fair. Why are you cranky? Dude? What happened to you yesterday? I'm not. Ups- I'm not. Something cranky, happened. But look at this guy. Look at Harry Douglas. All that dancing he's up there he's doing. On, he's on ESPN. He's ESPN. He's yeah, for people who don't watch. Orlovsky dances too. Well, because Harry Douglas has him you dancing. Like, you like Dan Orlovsky? No, I like Dan Orlovsky. Oh, All dan- these guys are annoying. All that performative and, and some of dancing the- for by Harry Douglas. Cut it out. I know it's. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I think I think he's ES- dancing up there. I think. E- <laughs> <laughs> I think ESPN wants. I know all they this want stuff. that. They want Jeff pa- Saturday. What do you think about Jeff Saturday throwing pancakes all over the place? I don't care what an offensive lineman and does. Smashing helmets and all that stuff they do. The whole show's performative. It's not f- us. We keep it real. We That's are why we're real. not in the we Radio Hall of Fame. We are real. That's why we're not in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame because we're busy, too real for them. Too busy making enemies. Yeah, well, that's fair. Um, that's true, too. The Sportsman of the Year should be Jim Harbaugh, Jack L- Landale, or Ruben and no. EJ. No. Well,. Ruben did puke all over himself. Yeah, that was – and that kept was, playing. And he kept playing. Uh, Landale's not going to be the sportsman. No, probably not Landale. Did you see the story that uh, – pardon the interruption. I mean, uh, pardon my take uh, on uh, Barstool Sports. One of the guys, PFT commenter, said Michigan pulled off the most expensive troll of all time. He said he knows a lot about planes and that the flyover – and he showed the flyover, the flyover that – Michigan had, he said he recognized the plane. It's called a, it's called a Poseidon, and it's known as it looks like a big like passenger plane. It's not the typical, it's not the typical planes. And here you can see it. He said it was a Delta Airlines air flight. Yes, not your standard B two, F twenty two, F eighteen, F sixteen, and he said, but it was it was a Poseidon, and a Poseidon is a spy airplane. It's dedicated spy espionage surveillance airplane that flew over the stadium. He's like, that's the most expensive troll job in the history of sports. <laughs> that Michigan flew an, a, a, a Poseidon espionage plane over the, over the stadium. That's pretty good. 
That's pretty good. I would think that Ohio State, if it was at Ohio State, they would have flown one, you know, just well, to show, hey, did. look at the spies. Uh, did you see the USC quarterback, Caleb Williams, is, is iffy about coming out? Uh, no, but I had heard he was going to do this to kind of make, make him more. Oh, no, we want you to please I don't come know what the, what the purpose is. He, you're getting either, drafted. Either you're gonna be, well, Greg McElroy says he would take Drake May over Caleb Williams. He's not the only one. I've heard this already from two other teams now. Really? I, I don't have a comment because I've. I don't. I haven't watched these guys real close. I think there's more of a look. I, I too would take Mitch Trubisky over Pat Mahomes. Right. Yeah, would you? Right. Too? I too would do that. Yeah. It's hard not to get the Trubisky thing because it's North Carolina with May, and he's not had a big year. But um, Caleb hasn't had a very good year either. But it's better than Drake May's. I think I didn't see. I'll be in full transparency. When I watched, I watched Jordan Addison and I watched uh, Caleb Williams. I didn't see this. I didn't see this unbelievably, like, this ridiculously talented, over-the-top, going-to-be-the-biggest-game-changer. But I was very much in the, the minority because everyone else has said that. I asked a guy who's, a, an, uh, who's an assistant general manager who's very close to the – he was a West Coast scout for a long time, and he still knows West Coast. I said, what are your thoughts on, on Caleb? I said, you know, I just last year – I said, I haven't watched him closely this year, but just last year – I thought he was good. He's a first rounder. I didn't. I didn't see this unbelievable, super, uh, can't quote unquote can't miss. And I use that can't miss superstar because that was a phrase Matt Miller had used. And he goes, I don't know, man. He's. I think he's pretty much can't miss. I said, Do you really? He goes, Yeah. He extends. He's. He's got great arm talent. He can throw from multiple slots. He extends plays. He's got. He's got mobility. And he just checked off a bunch of boxes. And then he did mention, and this is a guy who used to work for the Chiefs. He did mention, he said, look, I'm not calling him Pat, as in Mahomes. He said, but I will say he's got some of the same qualities physically when it comes to Pat Mahomes. And so, you know, that's that's what I've been left with. Um, when I usually hear negative things about him, it's about people worried about personality a little bit. Can he lead a franchise that's under duress? It's less about the football stuff. He hasn't handled losing very well. As a matter of fact, here's his quote. Um, This is one of the most important years of playing football so far. I've never been in this situation. I'm 7-5, and no playoff hopes at the end of the season. I'm dealing with it emotionally, dealing with it spiritually and physically. You know, it seems like we we saw him sobbing in his mom's arms. I'm not holding that against him. The kid wants to win. Well, you say you're not holding that against him, but but maybe subconsciously you do. Well, I'm I'm visualizing it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because you have. But I'm not. But, uh, but that wouldn't be. I wouldn't. Oh well, he's it's trying. Not, I'm not, not going to not pick him. It's not right to, but it has had an impact on how you view him. Yeah. It's subconsciously, it's, you know, you can say whatever you want to, but we are, you know, we're all beholden to our to our sensitivities and our biases. Yes, and I think there's some NFL teams. Of course, they'll say they won't say that. They'll the mental health part is very important, and you know, because he's saying I'm dealing with things spiritually, emotionally, right. physically. But it's that's one of those comments that you wouldn't think it would hurt him, but it probably does hurt him with some teams. Well, they hear that and they're like, "Is this guy mentally tough enough to deal with adversity?" That's what they're going to ask themselves. And while they won't say that, but they'll, they'll play nice publicly. But these are decisions that NFL teams have to make before handing a franchise to you. Right? He, How tough are because, you mentally? Let's face it; he's going to the, uh, the worst team in football. Yes, the number as a number one overall pick. He and he's. How do you handle adversity? He said this. It's he's going to be a bear I've one had, way or another. I've had to have talks with Lincoln because obviously I haven't been through it. Just how to deal with this and lead, how to stay the same person I was before the season or after our first loss or second loss. I like that he's open about it and he's thinking about things like that. Mm-hmm. That he's telling you, hey, this is something, you know, something new for me. I'm having to go through. But how are you getting through it? Right. You know, not not answering questions when you have to. When you didn't like how the game went, so you decided you weren't going to meet, meet the meet the uh, media. It may seem like a little thing to people, and I'm sure fans say, "Who cares?" The media doesn't have a, but it is one of those things that quarterbacks have to do. From David Carr to Matt Schaub to Deshaun Watson to C.J. Stroud, and every quarterback in between, it's something you have to do on the NFL level, and you have to be able, when things are tough, not to throw teammates under the bus like Kyler Murray has, like on the field especially with his body language and behavior. You have to be able to uh, mentally handle those issues, and you have to be able to have the adversity to get through. 
you know, we'll see what Bryce Young – see, Bryce Young has very good mental makeup. So he's made for the adversity in Carolina mentally. But I don't know that his quarterbacking is not going to change if he's always under duress. Is he going to be a check down Charlie? These are things that I worry about. Is he going to get beat up because he gets hit so much? I worry about that. With Caleb Williams, you know, how are you going to handle if your team starts off 0-6? Yeah, I don't know how C.J. Stroud would handle it. I don't know. Yeah, no, he, he probably wouldn't be very happy right now. And maybe, you know, I, and <clears throat> I don't know that the coach would have lost his job. Uh, Eberflus, well, there's, that's the other question is, do you keep Eberflus around with his lack of success? And, 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 or do you start anew with a new head coach and a, quarter, and a new quarterback? Because the quarterback under Eberflus has not had any success or has not had the success you're looking for. So do you have to start anew with both guys? <clears throat> you don't want to do what's happening with Bryce Young or what happened with Trevor Lawrence, although it's working out for Trevor Lawrence. After he got rid of Urban Meyer, he's doing just fine with Doug Peterson, right? I mean, they're a pretty good football team. Well, so I don't know but if But you it's, don't want that. Idea. I don't know if it's Eberflus. I mean, he's the defensive guy, so it has to do with offense coordinator. And listen, I don't think Justin Fields, most people in the NFL know, Justin's just not the guy for Chicago you're going to have to move on, especially with you having draft picks. But with that said, is Eberflus the right guy, period, for the Chicago Bears? Yeah. I don't know. A, They've had some chances to win. Well, he hired – you know, it's his choice who that offensive coordinator is. Yeah. Right, right Dell? You had that for years. Well, he made a change. Picking offensive and defensive coordinators in Miami. Yeah. You, you weren't able – how many, how many offensive coordinators did um, – Oh, well, that's because <laughs> Brian Flores didn't – much like his uh, – I guess his, uh, the guy who influenced him the most, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick had Tom Brady, still didn't really understand the importance of quarterback position and, and having to nurture it, and Brian Flores was much the same way, particularly with a young quarterback. Um, so, yeah, you want to find a guy in, this, in the NFL today who understands how important the quarterback play is and will, if he's not an offensive guy himself, will make sure that the quarterback has his dude like, like uh, D'Amico has with Brian, not Brian, but uh, Bobby Slug. He went and got a guy he believed in, who he worked with in San Francisco, to mentor, and, and he entrusted C.J. Stroud with him. And you want your coach, well, offensively or defensively, to do that too. And Bobby Sloak is going to be a one-and-done with possibly seven openings or a more in the NFL. Bobby Sloak is going to and get a long look, if not a job. Do you think after the year is over, the Texans should throw over D'Amico and hire Bobby Sloak? Because of your I love? That's what of, I would like. But, uh-huh. Okay. We'll do, we'll, but I'm gonna. I'm probably hung over from Coors Light stuff. No, but you said this in the past. I know you have a Coors Light, Coors Light thing. Do you think that you trust D'Amico to go hire the next guy? Yeah, okay. I hope so. But I didn't want this to happen. This is exactly what I predicted would happen: is that you got a guy and you're a lot of success one year, and then he's gone. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna commiserate with Coors Lights. That's what I'm gonna drown do. your sorrows. Yep. And it's what I do. Listen, if I'm happy, I'll have Coors Lights. If I'm not happy, I'll have Coors Lights. If I'm if it's a 40 degree day, I'll have Coors Lights. It's a kind of a rainy day today, so I'm probably going to have Coors Lights. If, if when it's sunny tomorrow, I'm probably going to have Coors Lights. But and Nick's anniversary party, I'm going to have Coors Lights. You're looking for the best way to celebrate or just live, just breathe. Coors Lights, baby. You're looking for the best way to. Have yourself a big time. Make sure that you've always got you always got Coors Lights on hand for your boys when they come over. That fridge should be stocked with them Blue Mountains. You're looking for cold, clean, crisp, and refreshing. You want to keep Texas chill. There's one way to do it: cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. Climb on, brother. ESPN 97.5.com. Iacane powder. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today.